It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball's dead! Rest in peace. What? What? Is that Bobby Dynamite's music? Is that Bobby Dynamite's music? Wow. What? What do you... Idiots have to say for yourself. Just a Dal- trio. Dal's, Dal's fighting for his life to get a takeout right now. He's so fucking high. <laughs> really he's just absolutely getting bodied. Oh, but whatever it is he's putting into his lungs, the devil's lettuce. He wants so bad to just lay into me and Joseph right now, and he just—he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. <laughs> kind of, kind of like my career. Fastball gone right now. Doesn't have it. I'm going to pH water this. I'll revisit. Get in the game, dude. There we go. Just had to lube. Just had to lube the slide there. Yeah, please. Yeah. Back to you guys being fucking idiots. For what? For liking the Astros? Yeah, dude. You see my shirt? See what happened? You, you, you see the shirt? To, yeah, yeah, that's cute. That's cute. Shirt. Dusty motherfucking <laughs> Baker. Learn about him. Woo! You, you just learned about him. You want to know what Dusty it's did? Ghost Rose. We, Dusty dude, it's home. Ben Ghost Rose, dude. Dusty went home and sat there like evil Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Just 
fucking fingers together going, <laughs> Smithers, wait until these sons of bitches see what I'm going to release tomorrow. They wanted to know why Lance McCullers was out there giving up tater after fucking tater. <laughs> How about the second no-hitter in World Series history? Well, in my opinion, first no-hitter in World Series history. Yeah. Because the other one was a perfect a game. Perfect game. Yeah, you can't you can't get all bent out of shape when those people are, are like Dallas. I remember your no hitter. Like, I didn't throw no hitter. I don't <laughs> no, know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking I, about. I didn't throw no hitter. Well, the, the, that's a fact. I know, but you're trying to say that this is the second no hitter when it's clearly the first by well, your I, standards. I will. I, and I just I just clarified that it took me two seconds to clarify that I had <laughs> to tee it up and then clarify because it's a combined no hitter. You can't throw. Well, I guess you could throw. Don't listen to this guy, listeners. This guy is fucked up. This is this is what was waiting when people started to question what Dusty Baker was doing yesterday. He knew I got to save the pitching. Why? Well, I can't tell you why right now, but I know with all the dirt under my spikes and the experience under the bill of my cap, I know this is the move and why. I can't tell you why, but there's a why, and it took. 24 hours for you to see the why. Dusty, playing fucking chess. Playing chess. Everybody else playing chess. We've been a even despite despite the picks for this particular series throughout the panel, we've always been a pro Dusty Baker podcast. That's that's oh, first yeah. things first. Um but Christian Javier, if you were to ask most people that have watched the Houston Astros this season, a decent amount whether it's every game, call it, you know, even half their games. Who's the X factor in this series for Houston? I think a lot of people would have said Kyle Tucker coming into the series. But you would be a goddamn idiot to leave Christian Javier off that list somewhere near or at the top of that list. Uh, what was the statistic like in his last, whatever it was, like 13 outings, like hitters are like eight for 114 <laughs> against them or something like that? Like, yeah, he just, just a- like, this is not an outlier. Like, he absolutely just does not give up hits. No, the dude's filthy. The he hasn't is, given up a run as a starter since September 7th. It's two months. It's a long time. He's gross, man. He's gross. Like, like there was a stretch. Um, th- there was a stretch where it just felt like if you were going to draw a chart on how you were going to locate pitches and what those pitches were going to be, that's that's what he just went out and did. Like, all right, I'd like a fastball painted here. And he was like, no problem. Dialed it up. I'd like a slider expanded just off of that out of the same tunnel, though, if you could, please. No problem. And just <laughs> continued to do that. Like like somebody was controlling. But he's that dude who's in control. He is absolutely that guy, pal. He's absolutely that guy. And he showed you tonight. I mean, 97 pitches, six innings. But when you're talking about it felt like longer, though, didn't it? Like six well, no hit innings. Like it felt like he kind of like took it into the seventh, at least. Well, it's because you're you're the energy. Everybody knows like you start paying attention to that honestly, like one time through the lineup, you're going, all right, well, that was everybody. And we got nothing to show for it there. And then once you start to roll through the next three hitters, the next three hitters. Now everybody's like, oh, OK, like we know what's going on. And because of the postseason and how pitchers are used, the question is right there in the forefront of everybody's brain. Pitch count, 
does he let him go? And if and from there it goes to how far does he let him go? Who's coming in after? Blah 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 blah. And so that's why the heightened sense of awareness in the moment is what it is. And it kind of probably did feel a little longer or like you went a little deeper. And that's just because you were on the edge of your seat a little sooner than you might be, which leads us into the question of <clears throat> is it a big deal? Because I am on the record screaming it from the mountaintops. Your combined no-no in in May, your combined no-no in August, don't care. Same. Don't don't care. Yeah. There's but been I feel like differently six, about this. Well, there, and and oh, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. I'm just saying there's been how many combined no-hitters this year? Probably like there's been at least three. There were there were two this year. One was started by Aaron Nola, and then uh, Christian Javier was part of another one against the Yankees. Oh, well, yeah. no, because that's your wrong because the Mets had one. No, no, no. I said there well, were two this year two that didn't. involved. Yeah, okay. like there were two this year that involved tonight's starters. <laughs> well, you okay, are then. wrong. <laughs> fuck your entire family. <laughs> well, my point is that no Smart. one remembers them. No one gives a fuck about the combined no hitter. Right. Unless your <clears throat> team did it. No one, no one cared. And even I feel like the fans of the teams that that have it happen like it, no. they don't really care and, that much either but and here and and it's weird because i saw I, I like trust me i i've thought about this a lot but i've always felt this way because if you're being real and honest about it in the regular season it's cool to have what is it four guys click on all cylinders that day and dominate mm-hmm. to an extent where nobody's giving anything up and the odds of having that many guys roll out with their a shit or at least be able to get the outs and not have any damage done i mean i i think the odds are that somebody's gonna mess up somebody's gonna give it up the sure. more hands you get involved the more cooks in the kitchen the the better chance you have to botch the recipe so i i think that understanding that there's a degree of difficulty to it understanding how the postseason works and the heightened sense of awareness per at bat pitch to pitch now, now you start to appreciate each and every one of those dudes rolling out and dominating under these circumstances. The pressure is so much different. This is a completely different ballgame, folks. Completely different ballgame. And now this is where the romance effect comes into play as well. Because you're you're watching historical shit happen in the game's biggest moments. This is where stars are born. Say a couple of these dudes go on to just completely roll their balls out there every time they get called for the remainder of this series. And this is the jumping off point for them. Like, this is where guys start to gain a reputation, right? K-Rod was born in the postseason Mm -hmm. so many years ago. So this is, I, I love everything about it for really every reason why you would ignore it during the regular season <laughs> yeah i i think you know when it happens in the regular season i'm like yeah whatever like people like it happened a couple times this year and i don't even there i think one happened i didn't even tweet about there really no tweet about the fucking mets one I'm like i don't care <laughs> uh but tonight I, I think it's 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 about how you word it really like am i gonna remember where i was for the rest of my life when the houston astros no hit the philadelphia phillies in the world series no uh but i think to Dallas's point about the the star factor, I think you know we because we're so tapped into Major League Baseball. If you're more on the outside, you only, you're a regional fan. You're not a national fan. Maybe you don't. You're not familiar with Christian Javier. 
Now you're going to know who the fuck he is. Like you're going to remember right. his night, his performance. Maybe even tomorrow, you're not going to remember anyone other than maybe Ryan Presley, who who came in the <laughs> came out of the bullpen after his performance. But you'll remember Christian Javier. You remember that the Phillies got no hit in the World Series. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to like I've been totally outspoken about not giving a single fuck about a combined no hitter. But I, I just I can't feel that way when it happens in the World Series one. Uh, right. When it's a star in the making, two and Thank three, you. the fact that it's happening after getting blown out seven to nothing, like it's coming like off you, of that. How do you bounce back from having one of your frontline guys get whacked around? You, you, I, I'd say no hitting the team the next <laughs> night is a pretty good answer. Pretty yeah. solid counterpunch there. So if you were looking for any sort of performance to motivate you to inspire you if it was going to come from one individual great that's also what's important to me about this is because it involves more than just one guy because it is predominantly the starter's glory great outstanding he did tremendous work and then the reinforcements behind him came in so the confidence that they gain from being a part of this achievement on this stage in this moment this is this is like rejuvenating them, right? This is this is like them being able to kind of slow the game down within the game, within the series and and really get a feel for what they want to do, what they need to do. Like it just it enhances the the mindset and the outlook for the entire team because the offense did enough, they put together the at-bats and the the staff did exactly what you wanted to see happen coming off a game where regardless of whether they knew what was coming, it fucking felt like it. (laughs) Can I, uh, can I give credit to someone? Sure. Me. Christian Vasquez behind the dish tonight. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. He, he will. Come on. Christian Vasquez. This motherfucker got traded to the Houston Astros at the trade deadline. Dusty Baker has this this man picking splinters out of his ass for the whole second half of the season. He's just sitting there while fucking Maldonado's getting all the starts, all the innings, so that he can go out there and hit a buck seventy six. And then Christian Vasquez, when called upon, is behind the dish, putting down the ones and twos, and he calls a no hitter in the World Series. Thank you, Christian. Yeah, that's great. How uh, ironic. How ironic is that for Martin I, Maldonado? Yeah. Why? Because he's supposed to be known as the guy who can't hit, but he's just he's just the guy behind the dish. He knows <laughs> how to call a game. The guy's amazing. He frames like sh- crazy. He's good for the pitchers. And then the one time he doesn't start, it's a no-hitter. I mean, that's Christian well, Vasquez's effect. Take that into free agency. <laughs> I mean, uh, if I'm going to... If I may, that, that's where I just got to give the glory back to the pitchers because those guys have to execute. Don't, don't nah, I think it was Christian Vasquez. <laughs> hey, Jake, I, if you I, had to pick one or the other, do you think it was the pitchers or Christian this Vasquez? Will, this will be bi- this will be this will be unbiased. <laughs> yeah, that was all Vasquez. Yeah, sure. I mean, come sure. on, that's it was a well, combined no hitter. You're talking about multiple you pitchers. You're talking about thought one you guy it. behind the plate. Well, I would give credit to our Lord and Savior Christ because. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on this, but pitcher and catcher's first name, 
Jesus Christian. 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 Two Christians. I fucking knew it. Joey, I fucking is. As soon as you said it. As soon as you said it. I fucking knew it. First time in World Series history. Oh, my God. Good point. No, no. It's not the first time in World Series history that two Christians have squared off, Joey. That's... (laughs) That's that's probably a debatable statement, but in in this sense, <laughs> I'm first sticking name, with that. Yeah, no that that's that is tremendous, Joseph. That is true. That's great work. Fucking <laughs> guy. Uh, once uh, upon a time, uh, this was a tie game. This was yeah. a scoreless game going into the fifth inning. Houston Astros only scored all, in one. Yeah, all, all the, damage the damage was done in one inning. Mm-hmm. Fifth inning, you had uh, Breggy. Bregman showed up. Yeah. First of all, Jordan just got hit in the fucking ribs. So now it's one nothing. Alex Bregman comes up, bases loaded, 0-2 pitch. And mm-hmm. I listen, I'm mm-hmm. not a guy mm-hmm. that is known to toot my own horn. I'm not. <laughs> no, but I I I I could hundred percent agree with, with that. Mm-hmm. Alex Bregman comes to the plate. He's facing a guy that throws 116 miles an hour. When's the last time you saw a velocity like that? Spring training 2019, the Astros parking lot. And I'm not saying that I got his eye prepared for this at bat, but I pretty much got his eye prepared for this at bat. He comes up there. You can see him choked up a little bit, choked up a little bit. Oh, two gets a heater. What's he do? Dallas He goes the other way, shoots the gap down the line. Two runs are in. Now it's a three nothing ball game, and and that's not the uh, the end of it for the Houston Astros scoring. Yeah, uh, the what was it? Uh, sack fly, Kyle Tucker, and mm-hmm. then uh, y- Yuli Gurriel. Who, by the way, on the broadcast Breaking. when I heard that he was what 30, 37 years old, thirty yeah. get thirty eight. I think thirty eight, but either way, I gasped. Yeah, I gasped. I was like, what? Thirty eight yeah. years old. Uh, base hit to, to left to make it a five nothing ball game, and that was that was your final. All the all the runs, all the damage was done in the fifth inning for the Houston Astros. Yeah, all the excitement came on the mound, and it came with what Christian Javier was doing. The offensive outburst was nice. Um, if you wanted to get picky, you could talk about how there wasn't much offense after that. You could talk about how things kind of settled down, and whether or not that scares you still. But I think that having the lineup put together the at-bats they did in that moment, knowing that they needed it, they, they needed an outburst. They, they benefit more, I think, from that outburst if they can kind of ride that high, ride that feeling, sustain it, happy with the at-bats. If you can find, like, like Smoltz, something he said tonight that I agree with overall, um, like when watching video. Consume positive thoughts. Consume positive energy. And if they can find the positives in there at bats offensively, great. Couple that with what happened on the mound. And that's the momentum that I'm talking about them being able to ride as a as a unit, as a team having achieved this. They just took a picture on the field after the game. They had all the participants, including Christian Vasquez. Uh, they're all touching the ball like Space Jam. Love that. Yeah, nice, nice gesture. It's a nice gesture. Um, but I, I, I wanted to, I don't know if this is a take. It's more of just a gut feeling. But coming into tonight, I don't want to say that I thought whoever won game four would go on to win the World Series. But whoever oh, you were going to say it. 
No, no, no. Whoever won game four has the best chance to win the World Series. And that's kind of stating the obvious because now it's a best of three. Two of those games uh, would be in Houston. But yeah, Yeah, if if the Phillies, if the Phillies prepared. No, no, no. If the Phillies won game four, I think that they would have had a really, really fucking good chance at closing this thing out at five. I can uh, see you. I can see you trying well, to snake out of your take here. No, no, no. Phil's in seven, dude. No, Phil's in seven. Nope, no, no, no. Phil's in seven. That's what it feels like. It's always been Phil's in seven. This thing's going back to Houston, which is the last thing. Oh, the please. Oh, please, <laughs> Dallas. Like it's the, the last fucking thing the like Houston. You think Houston is a tough place to play? All the hey. people that were tweeting from that game were like, it does not feel like a World Series game here. It has not so, been a hostile environment in Houston. Like, well, yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's no. like if the real fans are being priced out or if they're just bored of being in the World Series every single year. But the atmosphere in Houston for this World Series has not been energetic by any means. Well, I think it's the contrast. It's just you see yeah, Philly. Philly's just so lit that it's yeah, crazy. You can't, you can't even. Those are these are two different planets. Two different planets, bro. Two different planets. You know, one one is like Pluto, just super small calm not much going on and then jared the other one's like uranus just completely blown (laughs) out and absolutely (laughs) raucous you know what i mean a lot of rings just a whole bunch of shit going on well you said you're a phillies (laughs) fan jared come on man bro you got the bank For, you want to talk about Phillies fans? <laughs> Jared, Jared, the fucking planetary system got you a little excited. What do you? Yeah, got? I mean, I do love planets. I do love planets. Not Pluto, but I do started, love planets. You started talking about Uranus. You got all excited. Yeah, I know. Did they? By the way, did they make Pluto a planet again? Like it was not a planet, but is it back to being a planet, no, or is it re- still not a planet? Rele- no, it's relegated. It's still in Liga <laughs> Series B. <laughs> not a planet never will not that's kind of fucked up. like who, who is the governing body that just gets to say who's a planet or not there's um, a there's a science? board of governors on it yeah science we well, don't what do you don't trust science dude well, yeah no not really it's fucking science dude. what, what, what else dude. you trust yeah. Go with the government. I would go there. That'd be my you second. Try, you, be, you, you, Dallas Braden, are a trust no, the government guy? Ser- you think I'm serious right now when I say that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. How do we get here? Can we get back to the fucking World Series? Dude, first of all, fuck Pluto. <laughs> back to baseball for a second. Some um, are saying fuck Uranus. No one's saying that. <laughs> you said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Can I rattle off some statistics here that I that I wrote down about Christian Javier's outing? Nothing- sure, I don't know how many of them are going to be accurate, but go ahead. <laughs> I, uh, a few of them. Let's start here. Ninety-seven total pitches. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> Sixty-four of those were strikes. Mm-hmm. Seventy of those ninety-seven pitches were fastballs. Forty-nine of those were strikes. The two curveballs he threw, those went for strikes. And out of the 25 sliders he threw, 13 of those went for strikes. He had 11 swing and misses total. The, the dude was just dialed, absolutely dialed. But establishing the fastball, getting ahead with the fastball, getting outs with the fastball, that all opens up that slide piece. And you just watched a dude carve his way through 
a championship caliber lineup with two pitches. He flashed a curveball like a chick flashes a rock band wow. <laughs> up on a set of shoulders. Just there you go. Just right. a couple, bam, bam, a couple of hammers, and that's it. Hmm. He's got that. He's like a Spencer Strider type. It's interesting because no one hits the fastball, but it's like 93, which nowadays it's like you see 93 and you're like, that's fucking. It's yeah, but like I said, Joey, he, he's got a he's it's a it's a fucking smart fastball. Like he's got it's got a spoiler on it. It's got a carburetor. It's radio controlled. He throws it and then just right there. What makes it so unhittable? Well, it's it's about everything coming out of the same spot, too. Like ton, like uh, to to get into it a little bit, tunneling has a lot to do with deception. If everything I throw is coming out of the same spot continuously, you might think it's easy to lock in on the release point. And that could be true to an extent. But if everything I throw is not only coming out of the same spot, but trajectory is similar, and then we're talking about 45, 50 feet or so where the break really starts to occur you've already made your decision on whether or not you're swinging on where that barrel's going. And my party's just getting started. Yeah. He threw 72% fastballs. Like that's yeah, unheard of fucking, in today's game. Come get it. Come He's, fucking get it. He threw 70 fastballs, only two knuckle curves in 25 sliders. Yeah. See, that's crazy. Especially if it's only 93 nowadays, 93 is just like, it's nothing. That's Would you, what, what was like his, his, would the cop be like Shane Bieber? Well, well as like far he's as not small goes. Well, he's not going to overwhelm you with the velocity, but he just dots it, so it's it's just not easy to uh, hit. Like nothing's missing yeah, over the plate. And Biebs and Biebs is uh, he's got a tidy little slide piece, a hammer as well, and all of it is coming out of the very same spot. Got some vertical movement on that on that fastball. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, think, what was it? Verducci was talking about that on the broadcast. He was he was basically in like three the, inches of vertical movement. Yeah, somewhere in like, like the, maybe the, the his last inning, the sixth inning. Verducci was talking about how or it why just, it was it's so difficult to hit Christian Javier. Just fucking holding planes like a motherfucking hanger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's impressive, but it, it's impressive, but not surprising. I don't but think still, it's surprising. I wouldn't say he's it's already super done this surprising. this year. But no, yeah, I mean, I, if you but if you look at this, he wasn't even really against the a Yankees starter. in Yankee Stadium. But going was, into he didn't get a start in the against the Mariners. I guess it was only two games, but they brought him out of the bullpen. Three games. Um, the, what happened to the uh, Phillies' three offense? Games, three games, what happened three to the games, Phillies' games, offense? Three games, three games, three games. What happened to the Phillies' offense? They didn't have a base runner. Until the ninth inning, Boom or not Boom. Um, oh fuck, that's not true. That's yes, it news. is. Brandon Marsh walked in the third walked. inning. Brandon Marsh walked in the third inning, and then Schwarber walked in the ninth inning. Yeah, and you just said they didn't have there, a base runner until the ninth inning. I know. I was I was figuring a thought out, and I was trying to figure out who the base <laughs> runner was, and that's why I said, yeah, Schwarber we, walked. We in both the understand what I was battling here about thirty minutes ago. <laughs> All right. So fucking give me about. I'm still trying to put my name together. Uh, Schwarber walked in the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. There was not a base runner between. Uh, I said Alec Bowman. Almost just fucking said it again. Between Brandon Marsh 
walking in the third and Schwarber walking in the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, uh, there was, well, obviously there was 27 outs, but 17 straight outs. And at one point, 11 of the 17 were strikeouts. Yeah. Javier had what? Five straight strikeouts at one point. Yes. Five I mean, of that, his nine that was were at, that, at that point, like he punched out the fifth. And I was like, he's just, he's absolutely force feeding this team fucking fastballs. Just fucking here you go. Number one, pitch one. Number two, have at it. And if you ain't touching or even sniffing one of those, guess what? You just bought yourself. That's right. It's October. <laughs> it's fall. Here comes a fucking heater. Free of yeah. charge. Sears is tied. 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Game five. There's actually some controversy about game five because there was some local reporter that had tweeted that the Phillies were going to wear their throwback powder blue yes. oh, the powder jerseys. Blues. If you do that, I, 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 my God. So he, he tweeted it. He I did. quote tweeted it and was like, I saw that. Hard eye emojis. And then he mm-hmm. responded to my quote tweet with a follow up tweet of his being like, well, actually, we don't know. Like, so then delete yeah. the last one. So what are one. you doing? What are yeah. you doing? He's no, literally, I mean, giving, literally he's, giving me blue balls, powdered blue balls. He, he saw like that his report about the blue jerseys was getting major no. traction. Can't, can't do so that. he didn't delete can't. it. He left it up there. He just tweeted a second one that no one saw. And he makes oh. me feel like an asshole for, for spreading false information. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you so are I don't know if they're going to wear the powder blues. Very dickheadish of you. Yeah, it's the classic write a hit piece on somebody and post the article and then circle back around like 24 hours later, 48 hours later after shit dies down. And they're like, hey, I uh, was thinking about writing an article. Would love to get your thoughts on this. And it's like, article that you already wrote? What? Yeah. The f- what? <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's a big, big game. Last home game that the Phillies will play in 2022. At the mm. bank, game mm. five, Thursday night, the pitching matchup, <sighs> Justin Verlander mm. versus Noah Syndergaard. Dun, dun, dun. Who yeah. do we like, boys? Who do we <laughs> like? I mean, who do you like? <laughs> I mean, Ver- I Verlander can't be this bad again. He can't. No, he can't. He can't. And, and he can't he can. be that bad again. And this is where Justin Verlander, knowing he has a chance, because he's thinking, look, if I can send my team back to Houston with a dub under our belt, only having to win that first game back home, fucking book it, boys. Book it. This might be this might be a case where Verlander walks in. He might he might come to the field in all black tomorrow. This is where Verlander walks in and just says, give me one. Get me one. Get me one. And we're getting on that fucking plane with a W and we're going back to H Town. Well, let to me finish ask, the let job. Let me ask you this. The Houston Astros responded to giving up five homers and seven runs by throwing a combined no hitter. Mm-hmm. You would have to imagine that the Phillies have to respond to getting no hit. By stepping up and doing something, I'm not saying that they're going to win. They're going to win convincingly, well, but I mean they they can't they can't just fucking th- roll over here. Well, this is no, you absolutely can't, and this is where the argument 
comes into play. The argument that I will stand by, the hill I will die on. Give me your best team. Give me your hottest hitters. Put them all together. Give me a fucking dog on the mound. And I'm taking the pitcher. I'm taking the pitcher. Every time. I don't give a shit. Why? Because the ball is in his hand. You're talking about a first ballot, first second Hall of Famer who has experienced some of the worst success or lack of worst luck on the biggest stage. The literal worst the ERA in World Series history. But the World <laughs> Series. Thanks, Jared. The and literal worst. The, where's it rank? Number one. As far as the... The World Series has been around uh, for about a decade before the, <laughs> the, the Titanic was still a good idea. <laughs> I, I thought it was still a good idea regardless. Right? It's a great movie. But um, that's, that's who this dude is, though. And that's what's staring him in the face. Is not the Kershaw level of, can he even pitch in the postseason? This is specifically the World Series. Specifically. So with the opportunity to shut that shit down, quiet that noise, and do so like for me this is where like you got to be like you talk about being a a hunter and the, the idea of a wolf and a sheepdog and you think you're a badass what the you think fuck you're the wolf you <laughs> let me explain to you let me explain to you you think you're a wolf because you what think you're the badass sheepdog? the sheepdog you're right right and you're thinking sheepdog what sheepdog what the hell? just do some homework just do some homework on who wins that battle, okay? Do some homework it's on the what wolf. the sheepdog represents. What's the sheepdog? You're fucked, Phillies. Oh. Wait, who's hey. the sheepdog? Justin Furlander's the sheepdog. Okay. All right, I didn't know. Okay. I didn't... Yeah, and I, the wolves are the Phillies, Jared. All right. I had to fucking and come with a map wolf, on this. The wolf is at the door. The wolves are at the door. The pack Got is it. howling. Do it, Joe. Give me the howl. How? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You fucking want to stare that down? Well, no. if you do, <laughs> if you do, you go get yourself a sheepdog, Jared. <laughs> I gotta go. Joe, Joe, tell no me what that sheepdog sounds like. <laughs> See, you don't fucking want none of that. <laughs> that that wolf you heard earlier wants none of that right there. This is a sheepdog? What the hell? Buddy, this is smart. a sheepdog? Buddy. That's a sheepdog. Yeah, they're, they're good. Jesus. Wait, so the Justin Verlander is the sheepdog? That's right. That's right. So that's an insult. Then I thought I thought a no, sheepdog. No, I thought I was gonna no, look up like no, a nasty no. looking thing. Were like, you oh, even oh, listening, oh. dude? Were you no, I, mean, I was. Listening? I was listening. I just. I, mean, I just. I needed a visual aid. Well, now you got one. <laughs> yeah, now you got one. <laughs> Shit. Uh, how, what is our confidence level in Noah Syndergaard going into this? Stuff? Well, on paper, it looks like the Phillies are fucked. But right. we've been saying this all postseason with the Phils. I mean, they get past Nola and Wheeler, and then it's like, who's next? Oh, God. Oh, God. They, you know, what's going to happen? But, hey, 
it's at home. Yeah. I mean, the odds are going to give it to the to the Astros, but really, like, I mean, Syndergaard's pitched well this postseason. He has. Sub two. And uh, it's the bank. They know they're going to empty me. the clip. It's going to be the last leaving, game there. I was leaving the fucking DS talking shit to every Phillies fan. You guys, you're going to pitch tomorrow. Syndergaard, you suck. <laughs> And then Syndergaard <laughs> fucked us up. So, <laughs> and now it's Syndergaard taking the ball in a pivotal game <laughs> in the World Series. Yeah. Hank Williams playing loudly. Mm-hmm. Hang with him, Joseph. Um, confidence probably higher with Verlander, no doubt. I yeah. just think that uh, it's been, yeah. I, I mean, Justin Verlander doesn't need me to want him to do better for his legacy. Like Kershaw didn't need it either, but just Kershaw's left-handed <laughs> and. I couldn't live in a world where Clayton Kershaw wasn't a world champion, and I right. don't have to live in that world. And so, so I, you're saying I'd rather you, not this? I'd you, rather not this be a defining characteristic of Justin Verlander's legacy. I'd rather this be something because I, I don't want it to be blemished. Like what he has done in this game, I want to. I don't want to go through it and look at it and go, but because a lot of people will start to. Because I think people like, how do you vote against him for the Hall of Fame? And we're going to go no. down a rabbit hole here that I don't want to go down, but like a hundred percenter, like there's no way you look at his resume and think to yourself, no, for any fucking reason whatsoever. But the World Series numbers could very well give that crotchety fuck who hasn't watched a game in God knows how long, but still has a vote for some ungodly reason. Is like, nah, I remember Verlander not doing well at all in the fucking World Series. That's <laughs> a fuck him and. Fuck the Astros. He's not on my belt. Why? Why? You di- just just don't. So let's not get there. So that's why I'd, well, I, I'd rather this not be a narrative when we talk about Justin Verlander. So just what you're saying selfish- is you, you want Justin Verlander to pitch well. I do. So do you, what, what do you want more? Justin Verlander to pitch well in the World Series? Or an ice cold blue moon. I would fucking hammer a moon. I mm-hmm. would absolutely throttle yeah. a moon right now. Jake, move me. Yeah. Baseball and beer go hand in hand, and Blue Moon is the perfect playoffs companion with its bold flavor, bright explosion of color, iconic orange slice ritual, and authentic ballpark roots. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. November what, twentieth through the twenty second? I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, I'm excited for that. From a playoff berth to a world championship, a Blue Moon guarantees a -a one-of-a-kind beer experience every single time. We'll have the Blue Moons on deck for Game 5, Justin Verlander versus Noah Syndergaard, a pivotal Game 5 with the series knotted 2-2, Astros, Phillies, the last game in Philadelphia, have your Blue Moons on deck if you're going to be at the bank. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. Blue Moon Belgian White is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one-of-a-kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. Break out of your same old beer slump. Blue Moon Belgian White is one of a kind every time. Get Blue Moon Belgian White delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to see your delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon, made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, all right. Before we get out of here, uh, everyone has their picks locked in. No one decided to change throughout the series. So I have to ask, going into game five, how do we feel about being correct? I think... Uh, Jake, are you, are you the only one that can't? Yeah, Jake's actually. Fun. Jake went. No, Jake, Jake went fills in seven. I thought he went fills in five. <coughs> so um, no. You Dallas is the only one that can't get it right. Dallas said uh, Astros in five. <laughs> that can't happen. Uh, I got fills in seven. Jake has fills in seven. Joseph has Phillies in six. How do you feel about your pick, Joe? Not good. I feel really good. Yeah. I feel good. I picked my MVP. It's already correct, pretty much. So, who is your MVP pick? I picked Marsh and uh, Real Muto so and Schwarber. I picked Schwar- Well, how is Schwarber and Real Muto doing? Who did I pick? <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> I got my picks in. And they're looking yeah, good. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, oh, it matters. It's gonna. It's gonna be Stroh's and six. So no one's gonna be right. No I think right. No tomorrow's a big, big game, and that's tomorrow's a, a really big game. Tomorrow, but but know who? It's the biggest game for Justin Verlander, man. Th- this is where you know the you know the weird momentum thing that I was talking about with losing. A game at home and going into your own ball or losing a game on the road. If it's the first one, you figure, all right, we win the second one. We're going home with that energy. Or if you win the first one, you lose the second one. You say, it's all good. We're going home. So how do you process that? Well, this is one of those things where I feel like this really has to go the Astros way for that to be real. Like they really need to win this ball game to be able to tap into that energy, that momentum. Because I don't know that it's the same if they lose this game and hit the airplane and they're like, all right, at least we got these last ones here at home. It'd be really nice to be in a a spot where you only have to say, all right, one more. You're on that plane talking about how we've just got to win one more ballgame. Yes, but I would argue that that's probably twice as true for the Phillies. In terms of momentum, they need that momentum because going in having to win two on the road for the Phils. Oh yeah, you're, you're is yeah, you're way toast. harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got Absolutely. a big bad Justin Verlander staring down your fucking <clears throat> guts. The fucking big old sheep dog, sheep wolf dog, sheep wolf dog. I also wanted to uh, shout out real quickly, uh, Jeremy Pena, Mister Motherfucking Pena. <laughs> Yeah, what do you do? To you, Joseph. Uh, The first rookie shortstop to gather a hit in each of his first four World Series games. First fellow by the name of Maury Wells. 
Mm. So Jeremy Pena, <clears throat> a.k.a. Mr. Pena. The pain train. It looked bad for a second there. That's right. And then uh, also- Mr. Bun. It's all good. It's all good. But on, on, a, on a serious note for me, uh, Alex Bregman, you saw everybody do the stand-up for cancer. <clears throat> you know, they're, they're holding signs, people in their lives that have been affected and, and who they're thinking of in the moment. Um, the Texas Tech Red Raider family lost one of the most beautiful souls to ever walk this earth in a man named Cody Fuller, who was my center fielder, was also a badass wide receiver on the football team. Just a fuck. I mean, if you could draw a human and pick from the tree of characteristics you want this person to walk around earth with so that they can touch other people, he had every one of them and he had elements to him that haven't been discovered yet. And Alex Bregman had his name written down. And like, I'm in a group chat with old teammates, and like, it was fucking awesome to see. So, uh, all bullshit aside, Bregs, you're a real one for that. Very, 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 very much appreciated. Bregman's a good dude. <clears throat> People yes, uh, obviously wear him out for, for 2017, but he's, he's been nothing but great to us. We got to get him back on the podcast. I feel like that was one of those things that we, uh, we discussed that with him. Well, I think I'm, after the scandal broke in I'm, what? I'm telling 19? you right now, my, yeah, my first question. <clears throat> what you been up to? <laughs> well, I mean, he's been, been obviously he's been having unprotected sex. He's a father now. Yes, he is. Fucking trophy. Yeah. So he's got a he's got a kid. A lot of a lot has changed in his life since then. <laughs> uh, since the last time that we we had him on the podcast, but I feel like fucker still owes me salsa. <clears throat> Unbelievable. If I feel like if he were to do some sort of full length sit down, this would probably be the place to do it. So I've actually uh, I forgot to tell you. I'll tell you offline, Dallas. But uh, okay, tell me. I've kind of gotten the the ball rolling on on spring training. I've, <laughs> I've I've been I've been I've been in touch with some old friends, a little friend by Lofty Two Tunes. We've been in touch. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, little Two Tunes. Two Tunes. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, Jake's takes? Uh, it's just been a hell of a World Series. I feel like each team's just throwing haymakers every night. And mm-hmm. after every game, I'm like, oh, the Phillies are definitely going to win it. The Astros are definitely going to win it. So it's just been good so far. It has. The tides <laughs> turn quickly, man. Mm-hmm. The ebbs Series and flows of the postseason. Series is tied. Going back to Houston and game six and seven. Can Justin Verlander give his team a series lead? Going back to Houston, it's guaranteed now. We didn't know going into tonight, but now we know the series will go back to Houston, at least for a game six, maybe a game seven. We'll see what happens. We'll see you tomorrow night for another episode of Baseball is Dead. So we're going to jam out for a minute. All right. <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.